Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel? Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe while you enjoy the journey. Join me every third Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and move around with Deborah here on the Female Solutions Show. Call in and comment 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. Yes. We welcome you to today's show. Welcome you all to Move Around with Deborah. That's me. 
I'm so honored to be with you today. Today, Saturday, July 15th, in most parts of the world. We have to get that time together. Because depending on where you are in the world, it is definitely um, a possibility you're in a different time zone. And it could be a possibility that you're in a different day. It may be July 16th already. I will have to calculate that. I know in Europe, uh, it's already evening, p.m., so a lot of folks who are traveling abroad in, in another our other countries, other sister-brother countries, they're uh, getting down, winding down half of their day, uh, preparing for dinner, meal, uh, just going out celebrating with family, friends, or just taking a long stroll down the parkway. Oh, doesn't that seem refreshing? You know, you could travel and not necessarily leave your home in some cases because we know we were all stuck in the house just recently a couple of years ago and weren't able to move anywhere. And the revelation of experiencing travel was not a possibility for most. So we had to do some virtual traveling. And virtual traveling is exciting, but always, always, uh, it, it does not compare to actually being there. That, that was a tune, wasn't it? Actually being there. So today's show is about traveling with disabilities because this is the Disability Pride Awareness Month. You know, I'm kind of glad that we are becoming aware uh, for different situations, different events, and and different causes. But I don't like the restriction of a month, a week, or a day, or hour. We should be aware of all of these events or situations on a regular basis. We're not just confining it to one month, and after that month is over, you're not paying attention anymore. Now, that month should enhance it. It it gives uh, opportunity to a lot of uh, awareness or or bringing to flourishing to people who don't typically come into a area or an arena or meet up with others who have different challenges or are highlighting different awarenesses. So it's good in that sense of the word, just like holidays. You know, I call them a lot of times Hallmark holidays. Now, Hallmark, don't get upset. I know we are all trying to earn an income. (laughs) And Hallmark holidays are good. Uh, but there's so many of them now. You kind of get the fact that you're sometimes bombarded with this celebration and that celebration. Well, we need to celebrate. We need to celebrate life. 
on a regular basis. So if it's a Hallmark holiday, so be it. But I always say when you want to give, don't wait till the day of uh, Mother's Day. Don't wait till Mother's Day to celebrate your mother. Don't wait till Father's Day or Grandparents' Day or Sweetheart's Day or Valentine's Day or all other Hallmark holidays. Celebrate. Celebrate throughout the year. You know, you, you don't have to wait for Halloween to dress up in a costume and celebrate. Who says you have to? You celebrate as you go. And persons with disabilities and other challenges, they don't wait <laughs> till this month to uh, make you aware of their challenges or situations. No, they, they live with that on a daily basis. So we should be aware of it on a daily basis, especially when we're interacting with his people. Now, I wanted to let you know that all disabilities are not visible. You can't physically see someone and know that they're, they're not able to hear. Or you cannot look someone sitting and know that they cannot walk or know that they, uh, in some cases, cannot see clearly because they have their glasses on. You don't know uh, there's so many disabilities. And uh, as far as I can tell, as my calculation, we all have some type of disability in some fashion. Some are more extreme than others. And when we have or come across those persons with those extremities, we have to uh, treat them respectfully, but according to what they're going through. There are are two main types of abilities. You know, you got the disability, but there's the intellectual ability and the physical ability. So you have a physical disability and intellectual disability, yes. And a lot of times we don't focus on that being a disability, but there are they are there. So we have to learn how to approach each and every person, each and every person, no matter their age, their their nationality, their makeup, their size, their their height. <laughs> you know, we have to treat each person, even children, with respect and honor. I think we should honor more folks than we typically do. Have you have you thought about that? Honor is so um, in heightened where we don't do that enough. You know, I was thinking about putting this program together, and I said, we live in a world, each of us are the same but different. In my Bernie Mac voice, yes, folks are the same, but different. <laughs> you all remember Bernie Mac? I love Bernie Mac. 
whenever I find sadness or need a laugh, tune in to Bernie Mac. He never fails you, and we honor him. We have to honor those who have come before us that have built and helped to build our character and our knowledge. Now, those with disabilities and chronic illnesses, even PSTD, that's a disability. There, You know, us folks, we're not looking for a handout, but respect, awareness, and support. And as we can tell, we'll see during this time that you're here with us today. Disabilities don't stop you from traveling, especially when you plan. As we have known in the past, as we have talked about in the plan past, planning is crucial. You have to plan. I mean, you plan to come on this call. You plan to look at this video. You plan to put on what you have on today or where you're, what you're going to do. You're planning all of the time. Sometimes we don't think about it as planning because it's a natural trait, or maybe not trait, but it's a natural thing that we do. But sometimes we don't plan as clear as we should. Sometimes we don't have the list. You know, you have to have a checklist. You go to the grocery store or a store, you have a list. And on this list are things that you know you want to get. Now, that doesn't mean you don't pick up things that you see in passing. <laughs> yes, I, I have that conversation all the time with my husband. He says, you got a list, stick with the list. I'm like, the list is only for me not to forget what I'm supposed to come to the store for. It's not strict adherence. I don't have to stick with the list. Do you get that? Well, that's how I am. And, again, we're all the same but different in some way. We're all the same but different. So I want you to come into the studio today and talk about it with us, how we are the same but different, how we travel with our disabilities as visible or invisible as they can be. Our number here is 515-605-9325. Again, that's 1-515-605-9325. And we want to share with you some insights as we travel the world, no matter what. Let's talk about it. We'll be here today for a couple of hours. So you have my undivided attention. But I want to let you know if you have to step away, that's understandable. Uh, we are taping everything, as you can see, our visuals on our Facebook page and our other newsletter. Um, that we will share information with you 
a little later in the show. Uh, we are definitely visible. With technology as it is today, we can see or be seen around the world and in my goal into outer space. So again, call in 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak with me. That's me. And then please like, share, subscribe, and love. You got to have that love in there. Love yourself. Yes, love yourself. Have you given yourself a hug today? I don't know. Okay, so let's get into it. You know, every show, I want to um, first talk about what's going on around the world, especially with uh, the weather and how we travel. Ah, it's so much going on, I tell you. It is amazing how we get through the day without and doing. Even if you're not looking at the news, a lot of people are looking at television, looking at movies, and can we find a movie where there's no crime? Can we find a movie where there's not killing or molestation or just craziness. So something that really gravitated to me this week, and uh, it was about hearing about the two-year-old's death in Idaho, Idaho, 2023. And with the weather going on across the country, as it has, extremities extremities, extreme heat, extreme water. It's it's just something else. Temperatures only got into the 90s. And, you know, I was sitting in the vehicle the other day, and it was not hot where I am. You know, we're we're really blessed. It is not been hot where uh, I live. But the humidity was, it was just so staunch. And I, I envisioned a child trying to navigate this humidity and not being able to, um, you know, get get out of the vehicle so you can get some fresh air. But I, I listened to this this story about this two-year-old boy who perished after playing outside. He wasn't left by anyone. He was outside playing, not being watched, playing, got in the car, and probably couldn't get out, couldn't navigate his way out. And the temperature was so hot that by the time someone did find him, he had already perished. Two years old, two years old, hot car fatalities in 2023, already at 12, one in Washington State, one in Idaho, one in Texas, one in Mississippi, one in Alabama, 
one in Virginia, one in New York, and five in Florida. It, it is amazing how we're not paying attention to our children. We have to pay attention. Now, in some cases, these children are left by accident. Uh, you know, parents are not paying attention when it's time to drop off or feel as though they can leave the children in the car and leave the window crack just a little bit. And uh, it's okay while they go into the grocery store or the child was asleep. They didn't want to wake the child up while they went into the store to do what they had to do. And uh, tragedy ensued. Or the program was different. There was a shift. And typically, one caregiver, the child, the daycare, um, but in this case, a second, another caregiver had to take it, and they were so wrapped up in what they had to do of their day-to-day, their job or the traffic, and they just forgot, and the child was in the vehicle and left there for the end of the day. Or uh, I know the school bus, they have strict rules now, and I pray that everyone reviews those rules and go over them, that there are two sweeps whenever the end of their shift is the, the end of their run. The driver should sweep, and if they have a bus monitor, they should sweep. And not only just look down the aisle, but look up under the seat. You have to be thorough. You have to be oh so thorough. It, it is, you know, we just have to go that one step more. Just one step more. And if we can do it if we if we have to, and we have to. And that's not only just for uh, small children, that's for anyone. Heat strokes have killed over 1,050 children since 1990. Even the best of parents or caregivers can unknowingly leave a sleeping baby in a car. So get in the habit, even if your child isn't there. Just get in the habit of looking around. There there are so many ways that you can help in in surviving. Look before you get out. Uh put put you know, just get in the habit. It's a habit thing. You repetitive. Repetitively look. You know, just just look. Oh my goodness, is just and not only are there children, pets as well. Yeah, and and other adults. We're talking about the disabled. There's a lot of uh, the degrees of disability where we leave any person, no matter what their age, if they're disabled. You have to. 
be aware of them. You say you might be running in into a store just for a moment and to get in there and the line is long or something happens or on your way in there, you slip and fall and you're injured. And now you're they're taking care of you unbeknownst, unknowingly that you have a child, a pet, or a person that's in the vehicle waiting. It's not worth it. Also, looking, uh, when you're pulling out a driveway and we have the children that are running to say goodbye or, or just playing outside, we have to look. We have to be more careful about how we do business. We have to pay attention to what's going on around us because if we don't, there'll be a tragedy and all we had to do was look. Take that that small additional effort to pay attention. To pay attention. You'd want somebody to pay attention to you, wouldn't you? Of course. We just have to pay attention. Children in car safety, pets in car safety, disabled folk in car safety. It is something that I want you to pay attention to. Understand, find out some tips. The tips, they, they, you, you know, you can find tips anywhere. Tips, challenges. You don't want the memories of what you had. You don't want the tragedy to be there. Uh, here are some tips. Let me just go through a couple of them. Place your child's diaper bag or an item in the front seat as a visual clue that there is a child with you. Make it a habit of opening the back door every time you park to ensure no one is left behind. And to enforce this habit, place an item that you can't start your day without in the back seat, like your employee badge, a laptop, a phone, a handbag. Ask your child care provider to call you right away if your child hasn't arrived as scheduled. Clearly announce and confirm who is getting each child out of the vehicle. Miscommunication can lead to thinking someone else got the child. You know, you're unpacking the groceries. You just, you know, it's, you got all these things going on, and somebody forgot to take the baby out the vehicle. Make sure your children cannot get in or get out of a parked car. Keep those vehicles locked at all times, especially in the garage or the driveway, and ask neighbors and visitors to do the same. Never leave car keys within reach of the children. Use childproof knob covers and door alarms to prevent children from exiting your home unnoticed and exiting the vehicle. Yes. Thank you, car dealership. Teach your children to honk the horn or turn on hazard lights if they become stuck inside of a car or start getting sick in the car. And if a child is missing, immediately check the inside floorboards, 
trunks of the vehicles everywhere. It'll only help never leave the children alone in or around cars, not even for a minute. And if you see a child alone in a vehicle, get involved, say something. Oh, well, you need to uh, check it. If, you know, go into the grocery store and tell them to make an announcement. You know, get that license plate. If you can't find anybody, call 911. If the child is hot or sick, get them out of there. Break the window. Okay, who will deal with the repercussions later? But safely break a window. Be especially careful during busy times. Schedule changes, periods of crisis or holidays, uh, because this is when a lot of tragedies occur, and use the drive-through services when available like going to a restaurant, bank, pharmacy, dry cleaner, pay for gas at the pump so you're not leaving your child walking away. And share. Remember, we asked you to share. Share these tips with your child care providers, with the teachers, relatives, friends, families, neighbors. It could save a life. And that's what we need to do. We have to know and be in position to save lives. If we don't, who will? It could be you. It could be someone else. And I know a lot of folks are in a situation where they don't want to get involved because parents are sometimes, I don't know what to say about sometimes, how parents act with their children. But if I have to say something, you should have been there. And you should be glad that I said something. Especially like children are being snatched up all the time. They're being taken. I know you want to have your child to have independence. I know you're on the cell phone doing your own TikTok or whatever. You're doing many things. <laughs> There's so much going on in your life, but God dog on it, you better pay attention to your children. Don't have them running around the store without you paying attention. Don't have them running out around in the park and you can't see them. Don't have them running around somewhere and teach them how if you do get separated and can't find, tell them to remember the last place that we saw and talked to each other, and that's where you go back to. So if your child is lost, you teach them the last place that we talked to each other. If you get lost, if you get twisted around in this store, always go back, even if it's the front door of the store, go back there, and you, parent, you do the same thing. You go back to that front door, and eventually it's work. You'll come back together. But you want to always keep an eyesight on your child. I don't care if they're independent and they don't want to ride in that buggy. They are children. They're not running this show yet. <laughs> you make sure you take care and you be doing your due diligence. 
We're going to break away for our first commercial break, and uh, here is our on-air everywhere news network that I want you to make sure you jot down the site because here is where you can see all our rebroadcasts of our female solution with blog talk radio, television, network show, and you'll be excited. We'll be right back. Thank you for being so patient. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated internet radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the Internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On Air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony and the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values 
of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Of the state of Illinois, and um, today 
July 25th, we would like for you to go out and support. Yes, I, I think I'm going to try to get out and support our dealership. Um, we are so excited to have that opportunity. And again, this is the 10th year that this is going up. So kudos to the car dealership. I'm so glad that you're doing something to bring awareness to someone else other than finals. Have have you wow, have you thought about buying a new car lately? It's it's amazing. And in you have to take care of those cars, I tell you. Those you take care of your cars, your cars will take care of you. That's all I got to say. So again, kudos to the Chicago Lands new car dealers and your support of the USO and barbecues for the truth. Yes, we are so proud of them. Another day that we're celebrating, you know, we're celebrating all month disability awareness. But today, July 15th, we're celebrating Developmental Disability Professionals Day. We have to celebrate those who are there to support uh, our folks. So, Developmental Disability Professionals Day is observed on July 15th every year. This day is about recognizing the work done by developmental disability professionals who often go unnoticed despite providing services to some of the most vulnerable people in this country. So the National Association for Qualified Intellectual Disability Specialists the primary national organization has recognized our professionals uh, ever since, uh, oh, well, a long time. <laughs> oh, and a long time to come. And that includes case managers, service coordinators, and many, many more, all of their supporting staff. It, it is a uh, reckoning for the staff. Uh, and those who are behind the scenes who help make it easier for our folks who are disabled in any level to live life comfortably. That's what we have to do, you know, and we all can play in this. Uh, It's not just for the professionals, the people who are getting paid, for it. You know, it's not about payment. It's about doing your due diligence as a human being uh, to help all of those who are in need. And again, we don't know who's going through a disability. A disability is not always visible. So you you have to uh, be aware um, a disability is uh, mental. A disability is physical. So and we talked about that a little earlier, how the different, the two different terms are. So I, I want you all to be aware because you never know when it might happen to you and you may need that hand up 
you know, those those seats uh, that says that have the little chart, uh, the little wheelchair chart, and and you see somebody sitting there, and then now you're gonna turn up your nose. That person's not disabled, but you don't know. You don't know what what level their disability is. You don't know what they're going through. Stop being judge and jury of other folks. Take care of what you're doing. Okay, that's my that's that's my little quirk there. <laughs> Take care of you and stop being in other people's business that it doesn't concern you. I'm just saying. So here is our first video of the day. And um, let's see, uh, I'm not sure if I'll be able to share this video, but I am going to see if I can, uh, if you don't, if you don't mind holding on just a bit. Um, yeah, I think I might be able to do it. Oh, but you can't hear it that way. Okay, that microphone is on. Um, let me see about my other microphone. Hold on. Okay, so we're we're not gonna we're gonna stop sharing. How about that? And then um, we're going to start over. And we're gonna listen. Stay tuned as we meet an expert who helps those folks rise to meet that challenge. And at the end of the video, learn more about a particular cruise line that is rising to meet the challenge of the autistic. Fifty million North Americans have a disability that impacts their ability to travel. Furthermore, in some cases, such disabilities may impact that person's ability to even travel at all. I'm speaking today with Bob Schaefer, a luxury travel advisor with vacations by cruise and travel expert. Bob counts his clients with limited mobility and other physical limitations that may negatively impact their travel experiences. Hi, Bob. Welcome to RTE Travel Talk. Ken, I'm delighted to be with you today. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. We're, we're, we're lucky to have you, Bob. So listen, I know accessible travel is a subject that is near and dear to your heart, and so why don't we start? How did you get involved with that? And can you tell us a little bit about some of your experiences with that sort of travel segment? Well, I didn't set out to do it on purpose. Right. But you can't be in the travel business anymore without having clients with certain disabilities. Uh, as you pointed out, 60 million plus people, and that's an estimate. Uh, there are probably more people with disabilities that impact their travel. And the, the issue is if you're going to be in the travel business today, you need to be able to accommodate all travelers. And that's the same with travel providers, whether it's a cruise line or a hotel or a resort or an excursion company. You need to be prepared to serve people of all walks of 
disability. Okay. So, Bob, when it comes to accessible travel, what do you tell your clients when you're planning a vacation? Well, the most important thing is, is for a person to know his or her limitations. In other words, if you are looking for an adventure vacation, maybe hot air ballooning over the Serengeti in Kenya, why, you better not be afraid of heights. Uh, it just won't work. So whatever you set out to do uh, travel-wise, make sure that you're physically and mentally capable of handling it. And, and I say mentally capable because many disabilities are not so visible. Uh, so visible. Okay. What types of travel do you recommend? Is there any particular mode of travel that that might be better, depend, depending on the person's disability? How does that? How does you know when you when you're dealing with clients? How how do you how do you make that determination? Well, uh, yes and no. In other words, you don't want to say because of your situation, right? And, and I say situation or handicap as opposed to disability, because people with such uh, disabilities uh, do not have handicaps. They, they, they have a disability. So it's important to understand exactly what they are seeking and then find a way to seek it. And it's true with the cruise. It's true with the resort. It's more difficult uh, in many cases with a land vacation where the client is traveling from place to place. And rarely does that person uh, travel alone. So you really need to collaborate with the travel partner and, and to make the situation as, as doable as possible. So a multi-destination vacation is more difficult. Yeah, and require requires probably requires a lot more uh, input on the travel advisor's part to make sure that all the ducks line up. Well, I have I can give you an example. I have uh, a wheelchair client right now whose family is planning a trip to Greece and then continue with a week in a, a villa on Santorini. Well, uh, finding a a private villa or home on a Greek island is much more difficult to find one that is indeed wheelchair accessible. You don't want that member of the family to be stuck on the ground floor for the time that they're there. You need to find a property that is conducive to the person with a disability having as good a time as everyone else. Right. And that's a real challenge at times. But I would expect that there's certain properties and certain uh, vacation providers that specialize in that, and you likely have avenues to those those types of things, would you? Well, there are some, but you'd be surprised how little there is in that regard. Um, there, there, it's clearly a niche market, and as you evolve as a travel advisor, you find uh, out who the better ones are. Some are certainly better than others. But yes, I have worked with some destination management companies who are excellent. But it's important to realize that not every country in the world operates with the same standards, has the same requirements, and, and the same awareness as we have here in North America regarding people with disabilities. So Bob, 
in your opinion, what what do you what do you think the what travel sector, cruise, land, um, tour, most accommodate people with uh, disabilities? Well, you know, people regard when they see a wheelchair, they know there's a person with a disability. Right. So let's start with wheelchairs. Certainly, wheelchairs are are well accommodated aboard a cruise ship. Okay. Um, but important plan well in advance because not every stateroom or suite on a cruise ship is fully accessible to wheelchairs. A ship that may have 1,200 uh, staterooms and accommodating, let's say, 2,500 people may have only 12 accessible rooms. So you can't wait until uh, three months out to plan that vacation. And at the same time, while it's relatively easy to navigate your way around the ship aboard uh, uh, or on a wheelchair or, or, or a scooter, why it's not always as easy as it sounds, especially when you're in port, because one of the great things about a cruise is you move from location to location. Yeah. Not all ports are geared to accommodate uh, people with disabilities. They're getting better. And, and some ports, you need to tender right. to but go ashore, and that's virtually impossible. So uh, I would say there are limitations with virtually every mode of travel. You took the words right out of my mouth there, because that's the first thing that came to mind when we're, you're talking about the ports is tendering. Exactly. That's the total issue. Yeah. But not... Not everybody with a disability is wheelchair bound. That's absolutely right. You know, the, you know, we also have people that are hearing impaired and that sort of thing. Well, one of the most unusual situations I found myself in, it's now been probably nine or ten years ago, maybe even longer. I had a group of roughly 50 people that I escorted aboard a cruise ship. And when we got on board, we encountered a large number of people who were deaf on board. In fact, there was between 150 and 200 uh, people who, who could not hear on board. And it created an awkward situation for the first day or two. And, and yet there was a curiosity by the people who could hear. And somebody got the bright idea. Let's have a, uh, on a day at sea, let, let's have a session in the theater that gets into how deaf people cope, how they, how they get through life. Right. And there was uh, some instruction uh, on sign language, very simple ways to communicate with a deaf person. And it was such a hit that they, people who could hear were uh, saying, let's do it again. And there were friendships forged on that cruise. Uh, in fact, I've never seen anything like it. And people who did not have a problem with hearing suddenly forgot that there were people on board who did because they wanted to practice their new learned skills in communicating with the deaf. It was a phenomenal experience. And the more experiences like that, the more uh, likely people are to not be afraid of people with disabilities. Your anecdote about uh, 
how the non-hearing impaired people came around on this cruise ship is just another example of what some of the wonderful things that can happen at sea on some of these cruises. Absolutely. And it's totally unplanned. Yeah, exactly. And create and create lifetime memories and friendship. You you've got it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So Bob, you know, we you know, we talked about we talked about methods of travel. Is there any other country like would there be specific countries or destinations that might be a better choice for people with disabilities? Or does it just really, at the end of the day, does it just really come down to you, to the travel professional, interviewing that person, getting a, a feel for what they need, and lining them up with the destination country? Well, it, it's hard to say because countries that rely on tourism increasingly recognize uh, that they need to do certain things. You know, the disability is in the eye of the beholder. In other words, can I navigate that uh, curve in a wheelchair? And, and the answer is probably, well, even if there's no uh, reconstruction uh, of the walk, uh, someone's going to need to be traveling with you. So you'll, you'll find some cities are better than others. For example, I think... Uh, in Europe, you're looking at probably London uh, to a, uh, a slightly different degree, Paris, right. uh, and Berlin. Uh, those are three cities in Europe that I think are, are standing above others right now. But that doesn't mean you can't go to a city that is stuck in the dark ages because right. much of Europe is about the last thousand years. Right. And you're not going in and and make uh, a castle, for example, uh, wheelchair accessible. Yeah. Uh, you're, and, and you've got to be realistic about it. And and I find that when I have clients in Europe with a disability, probably the best way to navigate is to find excursions that you can take privately. In other words, your family takes a, a, an excursion or you and your travel partner take a private excursion. Number one, it allows you to set the pace. Right. Number two, uh, you can deviate. And number three, you will get a, a, a much more personal experience. Now, not everyone can afford that uh, because it, it is more expensive. And, and yet, uh, a number of my clients uh, can afford it. Uh, especially if they're traveling with a group of, say, uh, a family group of six or eight, uh, or friends six or eight. Okay. It spreads the individual cost out quite a bit. Yeah. Bob, well, this has been really, really, really informative. Just before we wrap up today, do you have any particular tips for travelers, uh, both people that are just looking to travel or people that are looking to travel with folks with, with some sort of a disability? Well, the, the problem that you, you run into is that while you can look at a cruise as being the most accessible for an all-inclusive resort, it's difficult to find information. For example, hotels and resorts should publish on their websites or should provide the travel advisor much more detailed information on accessibility. You've got to dig for it, and then it's still only skimming the surface. They don't tell you, for example, uh, that the, the doors are from the bedroom into the bathroom are 30 inches wide. 
should be 32 inches wide. Anything less than 32 will not accommodate a wheelchair. So it's understanding those little details. And oftentimes, I will pick up the phone and call the resort or the hotel specifically to get those measurements, to get a better description, as opposed to booking it through the chain site or relying on the chain to provide the information. At the same time, the probably the, the biggest offender, both emotionally and physically, believe it or not, I consider the air to fall into that category. Uh, you know, you can have a cruise vacation, but for many people, you've got to fly to the port. And taking a wheelchair on an airplane it is uh, not as easy as it sounds. Uh, oh, okay. So we're about ready to go to another break. And I see we have our executive producer, Daima, was on the line. <laughs> and I think I've lost her. So we're going to uh, go to our commercial break because it is the top of the hour, and uh, we have to uh, pay our supporters <laughs> or get paid from our supporters. Yeah, that's the thing, get paid from our supporters. So we'll be right back. Think about it. Hi, this is John Alexander. And I'm Naima Latif. Meet people like you who are making a positive difference in the world. Big difference. Watch us every day on The Media Connection at www.youtube.com slash The Media Connection TV. YouTube it. We'll see you soon. There are people who choose to make a positive difference in the world. Our job is to bring you their stories to motivate you to do the same. Join us each week, host John Alexander and Naima Latif, as we bring you the educators, entertainers, elected officials, religious leaders, and community activists whose works are transforming this world. Find out how you can make a difference, too. Be inspired. Watch the Media Connection. Mondays at 5 p.m. and Tuesdays at 12 noon on Cable TV Channel 19 in Chicago. and other cities, check your local cable listings. Hey, it's time to take charge of your health. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach, and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I'm here on The Female Solution to empower you to make choices that will assist your evolution to abundant health. I'm also blogging every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at Soul Perfect Healing where I bring you a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to bring you back into alignment with our Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and Sunday evening at 8 p.m. for a time of unity, enlightenment, and love vibration. Shalom. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness sessions on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. 
Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit ZeldaSpeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of Mindfulness on Higher Learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening. Challenges walking stairs. 
You may have asthma. You you may have breathing problems. You you may have to. Um, some people's disability or inability is to sleep with CPAP machines, so their breathing is is challenged. Uh, and you can't climb those stairs, and those are a lot of stairs. Uh, so you have to know: is your property accessible? Does your property have air conditioning, or is it it is uh, having the natural just a fan? <laughs> Those are some important things. And um, as I said, not all countries comply with the rules that uh, are in place in the United States. Um, it, it is uh, another challenge if you can't get through the doorways. Some older facilities or even uh, newer ones, you have to know, can I get into the doorway? Uh, if if uh, you have a person who is physically challenged and you're setting up hotel rooms, make sure that you let the reservationists know that uh, this is a wheelchair-bound person. Even though they may be able to walk around on their own, they might have a walker and a wheelchair. They might not be strictly in a wheelchair uh, all of the time, but most of the time they have to get around in their wheelchair. Can their wheelchair get through the threshold? Is there a lift? Uh, a lot of times when you're cruising and even in other countries, there seems to be a, a lift getting into the rooms or into the bathrooms. Uh, when I say a lift, uh, in the threshold, it, it's not easily to, to able to get there. And also, uh, some of you heard the word tender, and you're like, what is tender? It's not about me. <laughs> when they say tender in cruising, that's when you uh, are going to a port, and the ship cannot get right up to the dock. So it has to, um, you know how sometimes the ships at the bottom, they're, they're so deep that they can't get uh, to the dock because of the rocks and the, and the sand and the beach and whatnot. So they're, they're out in the water, and they have that boat that comes back and forth taking travelers uh, who want to visit the island or the land. That's called a tender. So some Tenders are not accessible if you are wheelchair bound. Now, if you have a walker, uh, and some folks who are wheelchair uh, have that need the wheelchair, uh, but not all the times they have that walker. Sometimes people travel with both, and you have to let known uh, to the airlines if you're in the airlines or the bus company or the train that you have these uh, this equipment and what is their stance on it. Can you get in and out? Can you get back and forth? These are very, very, very important uh, things that you need to know and understand when you are traveling and you have a disability. So, again, talking about uh, plan in advance, whether you're traveling with someone or with, um, you should travel with someone to help. Here we go. Uh, talking about how we're, the, those help persons 
uh, will make us uh, make our trip a little more easier. Uh, but even throughout the United States, uh, hotels, transportation, and cruise ships uh, sailing the U.S. waters are required to be ADA compliant. Are you familiar with ADA? Don't assume that foreign uh, countries have to be ADA. So make sure you plan. Uh, that is so, so, so important. Uh, to get that planning in. Now you say, what is ADA? We'll talk about that in just uh, a brief moment uh, as we continue on with these uh, tips. Uh, let's see. Try to precipitate the home routine. Like um, if you go to bed, uh, of course, you know, if you're taking medication, take it at the same time. Make sure your time is conducive to the time that you're doing what you have to do. Uh, I know a lot of times when you're traveling abroad, and then as in Europe, you have to give stance for that time lapse. <laughs> so uh, you may be eager to go. And it, it may be uh, 8 o'clock in the morning there, and, and your tour starts at 9, but at home, it's still in the middle of the night, so you're not used to getting up. That jet lag is, is going to catch up with you. So when you're traveling abroad, and this is for anybody, <laughs> you don't have to be uh, a physical uh, disability, but uh, make sure maybe you don't do have anything scheduled that first day because you got to catch up with your sleep. It takes a lot out of you when you are traveling to travel. And even when you're coming home, don't try to go back to work the next day. <laughs> have a day. Say you return home Sunday. Don't go back to work till Tuesday. Trust me. You'll love me for <laughs> if you don't already know. Uh, so try to uh, continue the, your home routine, especially if a, a person has a chronic illness when planning the itinerary, uh, factoring in that person in the wheelchair, they might have uh, more energy, the energy level. Uh, you want to keep that energy level. If they have more energy during the morning, then that's when you do something. If their energy level is uh, enhanced in the afternoon, that's when you plan. So uh, make sure that you adhere to a schedule no matter where you are. Oh, my goodness. Travel insurance oh, is so important. Make sure that your travel insurance includes medical uh, and because it, it will not, your Medicare, Medicaid, and some of your other commercial medical insurances do not cover you when you're uh, in another country, especially when you're in another country. So uh, there are lists for insurance providers overseas 
make sure there's uh, medical evacuation insurance, travel health insurance, trip cancellation insurance. Uh, uh, make sure you pay attention to them. So, oh, I, I hear that we have our executive director. There's a lot of background noise with Dr. Naima. Can you hear me? Oh, thank you. Oh, we're looking at sounding great. That's that. That's that Facebook. Thank you. <laughs> okay. She is uh, Naima is of course covering the national push. Uh, the push national convention starts this week, so it's an exciting time for push. And if you didn't know, if you hadn't heard, uh, let me be the first to congratulate. Uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson on his retirement. Yes, he has decided to step down. So we want to uh, uh, congratulate him on his many years of uh, work that he has done for the community. And no matter how you feel about it, good, bad, or indifferent, he is a pillar in this community. So uh, let's give kudos where kudos are. You know, we I think we talked about that a little earlier, how we have to respect folks. Yes. So we talked about insurance. Insurance is valuable. It is so important that you make sure you have travel insurance and know what level of travel insurance. Make sure you're dotting all your I's and T's and and your top of your nose. I won't say inside your nose, but you know. And utilize a, a, a specialist. Use those travel advisors. Travel advisors such as myself. We are teaching or we are taught uh, the specifics in travel. It's like having an accountant uh, who is taught and knows the ins and outs of accounting. The legal team, your legal team, they know the ins and outs. Sure, you know a, a little bit about all of that. Your, your, your medical professionals, you know a little bit about fixing up yourself or when you got a headache, take a pill or relax, go put a cold pack over your face or whatever. But you need someone to who understands travel and the many changes because there are many and when you think you've got something captivated, it changes again. So use a specialized travel agency or travel advisory company. Uh, Bob talked about uh, niches and someone who specializes because I tell you when folks found out many years ago that I was a travel agent, they wanted to go from here to there, and then somebody else wanted to go from there to there, and then somebody else just wanted this part and that part, and it, and it can be overwhelming. I truly appreciate everything, but it can be overwhelming. And you want to give your best to your customer, and uh, you, you want to be able to provide the best, and that's what we do. We travel advisors, we provide the best uh, to whatever our customer is. 
and we try to become niche marketers. We specialize in specific travel. Now, today we're talking about disability. It could be broken down from the disabled, from the hearing impaired, to the visual impaired, to the PSTD, uh, to um, um, uh, is, is another one, and I didn't get to uh, talk to you about it with Bob. Um, autism, yes, autistic. They, they, they want to travel too. Autistic people like to travel. They enjoy life. They really enjoy life more than some of us other people enjoy life. They enjoy life, so they want to travel. So you want to make sure that when you have these uh, types of travelers that you're responsible for, that you get to the person who specializes in that travel. And you may have um, an autistic person or an autistic agency or advisor who specializes in cruises or they specialize in land tours or they specialize in hiking or uh, going to the amusement parks around the world. You want to approach someone who is a specialist so they know all the answers to these questions that you may have. Is there a fear? Is there loud noises? Is, is there uh, something that will startle somebody? Or, or is it more of a visual situation? What is it that they specialize in? And that's who you want to have making sure that you're doing everything that you ought to. Um, making sure that you have the proper documentation. Boy, oh, boy, the stories that we are hearing about getting that passport. <laughs> Don't wait. Even if you're going somewhere, you're planning your holiday, your December holiday travel. Don't wait to get that passport. Get that passport now. It is so much in delay, and you never know. You don't want to miss a trip that you've been excited to plan and to book, and and you get to it's time for you to travel, and you can't go because you don't have your documents in order. It is a crucial point. Enroll in the Smart Traveler Enrollment Program, S-T-E-P. This is a program that you can get off of one of my favorite websites, uh, travel.state.gov. Travel, one of my most favorite websites. I love that website, yes. Uh, it is a website that <laughs> will get you uh, a whole lot of uh, information. Also, uh, arrange for accessible accommodations. You know, when you, you're going from, say, the airport to your hotel, make sure that the car, your lift, the, the vehicle that you are renting from one point to another is accessible. 
it, it can take you if it's you renting a car or you're uh, renting a, a livery service. That was an old school word, livery service. Do y'all remember that? Livery service. Remember the Jitneys, those of you from Chicago? You remember the Jitneys? I do. Went down uh, South Park Avenue, which is now known as Martin Luther King Jr. Drive. Yes, I, I used to take the Jitney. So anyway, make sure you arrange for accessible accommodations as you are tri- traveling. And make sure you arrange for assistance while you're flying. See, if you are wheelchair-bound or you need help where you can't walk from one end of the airport to the other, say, for instance, going to an airport like Atlanta, massive, a lot of people, you can't walk it, (laughs) or even O'Hare, Midway, they get you in in uh, a gate that's like five blocks away, and it's it's a challenge. You know, you out of wind, your body is aching. You just cannot do it. So you're not wheelchair bound all the time, but you need assistance getting to and from the gate. So arrange that assistance when you book your travel, when you purchase your uh, tickets or before you purchase your tickets, make sure that that airline can uh, help you travel, whether or not to bring your own wheelchair or rent a wheelchair. There are organizations um, all around that will help you uh, if you need to rent a wheelchair. There's one group, special needs group. Uh, specialneedsgroup.com, they will help you. And did you know that there are uh, specially designed wheelchairs for beaches? So if you want to travel in the sand, they, they are specially made. Their wheels are wider so they can grip better, but they're specially made for the beaches. Yes, I love it. I love it. it. It is amazing, the opportunities. And take advantage of those discounts. Yes. You know, 50, uh, when, when soon as we hit 50, AARP kicks in. Are you 50 and don't have your AAR? There's a discount right there. Triple A, senior. A a discount that a lot of folks don't use is military. Or if you are currently a public servant, uh, like with the fire, the police department, or if you are a medical professional, I support for medical professionals. There are a list of these discounts that you can use, even if you're going to eat something. If you're having a meal or if you're staying uh, overnight or if you're catching a train or a bus or if you're buying, I I remember a story a long time ago, the gentleman told me that um, he was going to buy a ring at a jeweler and he told them that he was a travel agent. He told the jeweler he was a travel agent, is there a discount? And the jeweler said, well, sure. 
Now, I don't know if the jeweler hiked up the price <laughs> to let it down. We know how that goes if you're in merchandising. Uh, but he said, sure, there was a discount. So take advantage of those discounts. You never know. Let people know who you are. And don't forget your caregiver. A lot of times uh, the caregiver has the same um, discounts and abilities, uh, same perks as the person that they're giving the care to. And uh, we know that in some situations a caregiver can travel with the person uh, who they're giving the care to at, at no cost because that person who needs that care doesn't mind paying for his their his or her caregiver's uh, trip and their stay because they need them. It's, it's like a, a spouse or a child. They need them. So take advantage of all of the opportunities at, that you have as a disabled person, no matter if it's physical or, or visual or uh, a mental, you know, we all have challenges in some way or another. Uh, some are more extreme than, uh, than others. Um, some people who have physical illnesses or chronic illnesses, those illnesses don't give the appearance. Uh, but then they they might flare up, and uh, multiple sclerosis is is one of those chronic illnesses where sometimes the person who has that disease is is okay, they're fine, and and they're going through life, they're they're being active, they're doing all they can do, and then sometimes when it when it it hits them. It, it just it just hits them. Uh, there are other uh, illnesses uh, that will do that for you. Um, scar, scar, scarlet dosis, I believe, is another one. Uh, that's that's a disease. Whatever that disease is that Bernie back had, uh, there. Are, Scaradosis. Please forgive me if I'm not pronouncing it properly, um, but it, that is something that we have to be have to be aware of. So we're going to go to our last. Oh my goodness, the time has gone by so quickly. I'm going to uh, start our last commercial. And I want you to have a pencil and paper because, you know, we here at The Female Solution, we're here every day. We're here to provide opportunities for you to understand and navigate life and to live a better life and to help other folks. That's why we're here. And just because we're labeled The Female Solution, that's just because we are a group of females and we know the solutions, but our guys, they come in and they talk about us as well. They share the opportunities, they share their situations, 
and we are at awe. And we then turn around and say, oh, that's what happens. <laughs> and we learn from it. We learn from it. We yearn for it. And we be better at life. So hold on, get that pen and paper, write down some of these opportunities. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe on our Facebook page. We're also on YouTube and more. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Join me and my co-host, Kareem Hamid, every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show as we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our hosts. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn it into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515-605-9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. travel 
during this uh, Disability Pride Awareness Month, we wanted to bring you some uplifting opportunities, knowing that traveling with disabilities and, and folks with disabilities is no worry. You just have to plan. Uh, we also talked about the insurance and that you have to have, the documents that you have to have, the the joy that you have to have. Yes, we have joy. So let me also uh, talk about uh, the ADA, ada.gov uh, is another government website, and it just talks about the guide uh, to the Disability Rights Laws, Americans with Disabilities Act, the ADA. That was an act that was uh, constructed uh, some years ago to make sure that hotels, properties, um, airlines, they are compliant with being able to uh, allow folks with disabilities, physical and mental, uh, to travel with them or even to stay. The uh, ADA covers a lot of civil rights, uh, especially on public transportation, public accommodations, uh, telecommunications. Uh, we know about the fair housing but Air Carrier Access Act, yes, Air Carrier, you've got to have uh, Air Carrier Access. It, it is uh, uh, something that you can't get from one point to another. People used to get just get in the car and drive across country, but my goodness, time that you're in the car, time that you're stiff, you can't get out, you're moving around. It, it, it is, no. <laughs> so everybody has to be in compliance, yes, uh, and why not with travel? So I want to assure you that things are in place. If you come across something that's not right, say something. Talk to those uh, folks who are in charge uh, that can do something different. And you say, oh, nobody's going to help me. Now, no, no, don't take that attitude about it because somebody can help you. Uh, and then I, I want to, it, this is so exciting. I want this to share Rachel. with you Rachel was a uh, uh, someone she... who is uh, definitely <laughs> One of my heroes, yes. Uh, her name is Babette Payton. And Babette is, uh, has been doing things uh, for years. And let, let, me, let me see if I can get you to, to do a visible with Babette because you have to see her in her glory to be able to understand just what we are talking about. Okay? I, I just want to. Let's see. 
Let's see if I can get this to work and get some sounds going on. Hi, I'm Dadette Tayden. Uh, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, and I'm Army. Go Army Gone. This is my second one. The first one was in Pittsburgh last year, which was fabulous. I'm glad to be here. This is fantastic. You know, in my second event, and I'm trying for the first time, is swimming. I'm not able to use my left side, so I will be swimming only with my left side. And many of the athletes here say they will come in and see because they can't believe that I can swim with one side. My doctor didn't believe that either. They tried to bear me from uh, swimming, and I said, but I can swim. They said, you can't swim. Nobody can swim like that. You at least got to have two arms and two legs. I said, I'm swimming with one arm, one leg, because I don't know. Well, the first thing I want to say is TVA is fantastic. The paralyzed veterans of America, they they just make all the difference in a lot of people's lives. And that if you're a wheelchair person coming here, you really need something like this. As a veteran, you know, we've done so much already. But to come here every year is like it's stirring up good feelings, stirring up good energy to deal with all year long when people don't treat you right. When people overlook you, whatever, you can recall the goodness itself then. Don't worry about that and plan to come back the next year. I was looking at yesterday when they had the opening ceremony. They said some people have been back here since the beginning. And they show pictures of when they were much younger and then they had them here. Now, I was like, wow, I'm glad they don't set any age limits. Because I understand they even have a couple of World War II and the Korean War veterans here. You know what I'm saying? So from the youngest to oh, young as you feel. <laughs> wow. So that was that bet back in 2012, right? So since then, <laughs> oh, my goodness, since then, that bet has uh, – just continued on her journey. And um, I have another updated. Babette was, she suffered a stroke in 2009 that paralyzed the left side of her body. And she thought her life was over. But as you can see, in 2012, she was swimming. And uh, she was swimming in the uh, the Army, the Veterans uh, Special Olympics. So I have a a little more up to date video that I I want to show you of the bit. I, I mean, I just I just tease when I see her because I'm like. For myself, I don't get around half as much as she does, and it is just an awe-inspiring. I don't own the right to be any of this. Charlotte Knight, Evan Garcia, visited an urban garden on the south side where young people were organizing open mics. On his way there, he met Babette Payton, a local athlete with an inspiring story. For our latest Chicago portrait, we profile Archer Babette Payton. 
turkeys and rooster at a community garden in the south side neighborhood of Auburn, Gresham. They all got some. I got to look at their mouths. Who ain't got nothing? Everybody got some. All right, praise God. Good seeing you. Babette lives nearby in a low-income apartment building for veterans. Usually I see a little cat jump out. The cat will even go into the garden. While in the military, Babette sustained an injury that eventually resulted in paralysis. Yes, the injuries that got me in pain, causes me to fall, okay? And then this, it, it, it progressed to a stroke, which actually ended me up, got me ended up in the wheelchair since 2009. At that time, the U.S. Army veteran thought her life was over. I was told I was, next up to me was the hospice. So at that time, I was able to write, I wrote my obituary. And when the military came into a military Paralympic sports camp and wrote Newport, Rhode Island, I thought, well, this is my last hurrah. I as well go. An archery coach taught her how to shoot using her teeth. After her first two arrows missed the target, she fired four more without noticing where they landed. My aide helped load the other four. I said, I'll fix them. So now I'm finished, right? He said, look this way. This hanging. And I looked that way, and people were jumping up, and I said, oh, what's, what's your problem? He said, you got two bullets. Look at me. Since then, Babette, who only 10 years ago experienced homelessness, has traveled the world to compete. But I got 156 medals. My highest score is 299 over 300, shooting from my wheelchair with my mouth. Babette's currently unable to shoot because her bow broke in 2019 during a competition in Ohio. Hello. So we visited the Croc Center, where the Chicago Archery Club is giving lessons. I they asked me how do I knock my arrows. Knocking the arrows is actually putting it into the bow before you shoot it. Babette hopes to raise enough money to buy a compound bow. Chicago Archery Club President Clyde Thompson says the two Southside ranges they normally use are not wheelchair accessible, but he hopes to change that for the outdoor range in Washington Park. We had been promised at our outdoor range a ramp that would make it accessible for her to be able to get in and use the facility. And hopefully we will get that in place in the uh, early part of the spring. And we're looking forward to the vet coming out and practice, practice with us if she's not on an international tournament tour. Through gospel radio and TV appearances, as well as church and community speaking engagements, but that spreads her message. Don't doubt yourself. Okay, now here, I'm using a mouse here. What are? And shooting. Did I start to think about that? At first, yes, because I'm like, I can't do this. Everybody uses two hands. But now that I can, I mean, do I win all the time? No. But you know, I win so much. And I'm so inspirational, they say to other people, that they get up and they try. And I should have thought, be quiet. Don't worry about what your air was hit. Just shoot at it. For Chicago Tonight, I'm Evan Garson. Wow. I just, I just, I just get so excited. What an amazing story. What an amazing person. Oh, my goodness, Babette. I love it. And I've I've been following Babette a long time. And and now not only (laughs) is she doing sports, she's even aspiring to get in the political ring. Yes. She's running for office. I, I I can't remember at this time what the office is, but she's even uh, trying out for uh, a 
political office. So, Vivette, good luck to you. Good luck at the Paralympics uh, that will be your next stop, the Paralympics. My goodness, isn't that amazing? And and we have both of the the facilities of both of our our, our legs and our arms and our eyes, and we say, oh, we can't do that. No, yes, you can. All you have to do is try. Even if you don't have the facilities of all of your limbs, you can still try. There's nothing hurt to try. Uh, I mean, who are we? What are we if if we can't try to succeed and, and do what we need to do? It is uh, amazing uh, the opportunities that we have right here before us. So I I want you to know that you can travel if you have a physically or mentally challenged person that you care for or that's in your family and and you that their caretaker is apprehensive about traveling with them. You can share this particular series with them about traveling with a disability and know that you can do it. It can be done. I mean, we we love how the opportunities are here for us, and we have to take them. You know, I always say that travel is the best education around. If you don't travel, you are limiting yourself uh, to the possibilities of who you are. Now, I want to thank the organizations that are taking the children on special trips because we're not waiting for the schools to do it. The schools, they have, the educators, they have enough going on trying to educate (laughs) our children. Yes, they have enough, enough going on. What we need to do now is give them a hands up. Don't just uh, let the educators solely rely on helping our children educating our children. Kudos to the organizations uh, like to the Croc Center and all they're doing and the archery team and the swim team and and also to the group that took the children uh, of Chicago, young adults, well, they're not adults, I'll, I'll say teenagers of Chicago who have lived in Chicago most all their life, if not all their life and never experienced downtown. And we hear, you know, I know you've heard across the country, no matter where you are in the country, you've heard that there's been challenges of children traveling and um, being down in the downtown area. We, we know, we've heard about that. But 
these children were so excited. I see we do have a caller here. Thank you uh, for joining us. Yes, Deborah, it's Naima. <laughs> great show, great show, yes. yes sir, so I can't join you visually. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad that you did take the time to join us. You're at a very important event, a historical event. Uh, that is yes, assimilating. yes, quite quite historical. Yes, so uh, we're here at Rainbow Push where Reverend Jesse Jackson um, has announced it. Of course, he's not going away, but he is going to be uh, sharing the responsibilities of leadership for the organization. And this was a historic remembrance of all of his work in the 1984-1988 uh, presidential campaigns that literally changed the face of the the, the political landscape and made it possible for us to have that first black president and that first uh, black female vice president. So, right. um, you know, many of the people who worked yeah. on the campaign have been here and everything. And, you know, the interesting thing you mentioned about uh, the challenges in, in travel with a handicap, you know, Reverend Jackson travels all over the world and, has barely slowed down, even though he's he's nearly permanently in a wheelchair now, which makes a powerful statement of the, of of his will to just continue, you know, even with a physical challenge of Parkinson's, and yet he has still been going abroad, um, still speaking out. I think he's going to be getting uh, the highest civilian award uh, tomorrow. You know, a uh, uh, vice president. Kamala Harris is coming to the PUSH convention tomorrow, and so many have honored him today, and and I look at the fact that even with a physical struggle, he has not stopped, and I know because he's basically a a traveler (laughs) daily, you know, he maybe had to make some adjustments, but still kept going, so the the show you've had today is, is very beneficial. Because all of us, we're gonna, we're gonna, if you live long enough, you're going to get old. <laughs> and, yes. you know, you become that senior citizen that may need those extra amenities. Um, it, it just pays to have people accommodate you when your, your body may need some assistance. And for, to have people be patient with you in that prospect, you know. And so yes. you know, what, you're, what yes. you're teaching today is very valuable. Yes, patience is so valuable. Uh, we talked about that earlier. You know, you see somebody slowly walking, don't assume that they just blocked you. It's not about you. It's right. about them. Right. Yes. So, yes. yes, it's about mm-hmm. them. And, mm-hmm. and one day so you I, will be them. <laughs> one day you will have to move right. real slow. Maybe it might take you a long time to get your words out. You know, like you mentioned, people have other issues, even if you speak with a stutter or have memory issues. You know, it happens. We have to have patience with each other and give people time to do what they're trying to do. Yes. All disabilities are not physical. You you can't see all disabilities, but you need to respect. Uh, What I say all the time, you've got to teach those children how to respect and demand respect, and you show them 
respect. They'll respect you because uh, ultimately they're going to be pushing you around in those wheelchairs or helping you by the arm to get from one point to another or preparing your meal. That's right. That is right. One day. So we need to be conscious of that. We should treat people the way we are going to want to be treated when we're in that position because, like I said, you live long enough, you will be in that position. Yes, yes. So if you're looking for an advisor, you know, reach out to me, and um, I can direct if you have any questions about um, what we talked about today, please uh, send them. My email address is Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, dot the female solution at gmail.com. That's Deborah.TheFemaleSolution at gmail.com. Make sure that you uh, talk about, you know, share with me your responses or how you appreciated or did not appreciate or what I missed uh, in this uh, particular segment. Uh, so we could talk about it. Uh, maybe I missed something. I didn't make something clear. Or I missed Stoke. Uh, remember, I don't own the rights of anything except for me. <laughs> so I, I want you to be uh, open. Well, thank you so much. And that you, you join in to the Female Solution each and every day. We'll be back here tomorrow at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time. So you figure it out from wherever you are. Um, but 7 p.m. tomorrow, Sunday, Central Time. And then Monday, we'll be back Monday morning at 7 a.m. And every day to Friday, back uh, next next Saturday is the fourth Saturday. So we're going to have a hodgepodge of something exciting. I know Naima's going to have something exciting because we have five Saturdays in this month, and that means that our Higher Learning Teen Talent Show contest will be the fifth Saturday, which is the 29th, so make sure you get those tapes in to the Higher Learning uh, Teen Talent Show by Monday, and uh, I got to say good, good blessings to you, not goodbye, but see you later. Talk to you soon. Love you. Thank you for the opportunity for sharing my thoughts. We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows. Listen to our radio shows. Order our books and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. 
And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kunyo, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings.